0: Okay, so it's so good to meet you. Thank you so much. Um do this. I'm so excited to have you. Tell me a little bit about you. All I know about you is that you work in social media at Bon Appetit, right? Yes. My name is Emily Schultz. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm originally from New Jersey. Um, I'm Italian and Jewish, which I feel like are very big parts of my life and personality. Yeah. I live in Brooklyn normally, but I'm in Portland, Maine, and I've been for, like, three and a half months. Have you
0: always worked in food?
1: Well, yes, definitely. My dad um, went to culinary school and um, was a chef until I was born, and then he um, he works in food sales, which is, like, he basically sells food to, like, stadiums and airports and, like, things like that, but yeah, he went to cooking school, so he was, like, I, I feel like a lot of kit people who are in food now have the story of like bringing an embarrassing thing to lunch and i feel like for me i had like bruschetta and like i never had lunchables or anything like that um so i always grew up with like good food around and then yeah being italian and jewish like there was every every holiday was centered around food and everything that i did with my family revolved around food yeah then yeah. i went to school for photography And when I was there, I got really into food photography. And doing that, I had to like style my own, like do food styling myself because that obviously wasn't
0: like a thing in school. Um, So I learned how to cook. So you went to school for photography. You've always loved food. It's always been part of your life. I wonder how that has affected your body image and what you think about your body. I'm, I've been having these conversations to kind of feel like less alone because I've always grown up in this overweight body and a lot of my friends have not had the experiences that I've had. And it sounds like there's so many similarities in experiences of fat bodies. And I just want to like share those stories with the world because we have been hidden for decades and it's like, we need to share this. Otherwise it's never going to get better.
1: Yeah. 1000%. Like, I feel like my first experience yeah. of being like, oh, I'm not skinny mm-hmm. is I was in eighth grade and some kids were bullying my friend and I like stood up to them and they said I was a meatball because, and I was like, what, because I'm Italian, like cool insult. And they were like, no, cause you're short and fat. So I did the special K diet, which,
0: um, oh, I've done that.
1: Yeah. I feel like every yeah. everyone who is fat, not skinny, I guess, is like, oh yeah, I did that in ninth grade. Um, I think I did that like three times between eighth grade and 10th grade. Yeah. I feel like for me, it was always these like periods of like letting myself be who I want to be. And then either like looking in the mirror or I think a big thing for me has always been not people directly like insulting me because I think I have thick skin and can handle that but it's more like if you're in a group of like skinnier people than you are and they start talking about yeah their diets or like counting calories or whatever that's what always like triggers me. I really actually think that like working in food is a thing that like has made one of the things that has made me really like feel comfortable about myself and feel like I have like accepted myself, which I think is not necessarily
0: what people would expect. Right, right. Well, first of all, I think you're absolutely right where you, you know, I am able to live my life when I'm in my home alone and where the the awareness of my body really comes in is when I hear other people talking poorly about their bodies. And that is so, um, it's like, what is the word? It's like, it's so unnecessary. Like yeah. there's no reason for them to be talking so poorly about their bodies when they don't face the struggles that actual like fat bodies have to face every day. So I fully agree. Like that really Hurts me when I hear my friends saying, "I look fat today. Oh, I need to lose ten pounds before I go on vacation. Oh my God, look at my body. Look at my stomach in these in these jeans, in these yeah. in this shirt. Like that to me is so triggering because it's like, girl, you don't know." You yeah. do not know, and then I'm
1: like, well, what is? What do I look like in these jeans? And then right. I'm like, I don't even care. Like, why
0: am I like thinking about this right now? Right, and and it's it, it's so funny because all these conversations that I'm having, it's there's like a lot of repeated themes, right? Of like, I don't want to spend that time now having to think about my own self. Like, it's it's just wasted time at giving that energy to the way that I look when I'm working so hard. To not think about it. Yeah, totally. When did you realize that like you did not look like everybody else? Probably,
1: yeah, around like seventh or eighth grade when like, you know, puberty's happening. It's like your body shape is changing and you're more like conscious about, well, I, like I'm heterosexual. So I was more conscious about like our boys looking at me and stuff right. like that. And I feel like in middle school, it was like, I never had that like middle school boyfriend. So I was like, Oh, it must be because like my thighs are bigger and I have like more of a belly and stuff like
0: that. Yeah. It's a shame because my whole life, exactly the same. Like I've been conditioned to believe that no one will ever love me because of my body. And that is so painful. And, and it's a lot of work to undo. And I've, like I, I still have those problems and i'm still having to work at not believing that so that i can push my life forward so you said you had a boyfriend like what was that like for you
1: um i definitely like 4000% agree with you you know a lot of my friends who would like hook up with people randomly and have like one night stands like guys would hit on me at the bar just as much as they would hit on them but i just had this like and I still do had this like crazy like thing in my head that it's like no they don't actually they're not like actually into me they're only into me because they're drunk so my boyfriend and I met on Instagram he dm'd me um and I feel like that helped because I could kind of like lead with my personality first but also he like saw pictures of me and was like I like you (laughs) um and Yeah, I was also, like, thinking about something, like, before, like, sort of in prep for this about, like, intentional compliments, like, when people are really specific about, like, oh, you look amazing, like, in those jeans, versus just, like, you look good today, because, like, I heard someone last week be, like, you look so good, you look so skinny, like, in the same sentence, not to me, just to someone else, and I'm just, like, why why is, like, looking good
0: looking skinny, like, that no, like synonymous right like good equals skinny
1: yeah and I think I was like thinking about that and thinking about like how I could be more intentional about that stuff with my friends because I think a lot of the people that I've um gravitated to in the last couple of years have been people that not necessarily are even like fat or are like oh my god you're so like beautiful and amazing and fat it's just people that don't talk about like their body image necessarily or who like create a space where everyone can talk about it comfortably. I think a lot of like skinny people are afraid to like have us talk about something or be like, can you not talk about that in front of me? And it's like, I, I feel uncomfortable saying that in front of skinny people. So I think just like making friends that are, that like hold that space
0: for you. You feel uncomfortable talking about your relationship with your body in front of thin people. Yeah.
1: Yeah not all thin people but I think thin people who talk badly about their own body in -hmm. front of me I'm just like what do what do I say about my body then and like what do you say about my body like behind closed doors and you might not say anything but like you talking bad about your like thin body doesn't make me want to say anything and I often just like go on Instagram during that time or whatever
0: yeah, it's interesting. I think in the last couple of years, I've found myself doing that too, where it's just like, you know, a friend will talk poorly about themselves or even like on Instagram, right? Like, look how, look how, look how hot this person is or send me a photo, right? And I have done so much work to like get that out of my life that I can't engage because yeah. if I engage, it's a spiral.
1: I've sort of like unfiltered all the like high school and college people out of my Instagram that are like, calories don't count on vacation. I'm like, that's not even like funny. It's not like even a clever caption. Like, let me know if you want some like caption help. I do it for a living.
0: (laughs) Right. Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah.
1: Going back to Instagram, that sort of like perpetuating those beliefs and stuff like that is like who you follow or who you engage with and if you only follow I mean if you're like a person to follow influencers if like you only follow skinny influencers or something like that then you're not gonna see and appreciate fat people being comfortable with themselves and I think that Instagram is something that has helped me and it's like oh my god like that person looks confident and also like cute in the clothes that they're wearing and like that's how a shirt would look on me, or that's how like mm-hmm. pants would look on me. So like if they're doing it, like I can do it too. And I think that like, again, like a lot of skinny people are uncomfortable with fat people being confident. So they're, they don't follow that. They don't like see that on their feeds. They don't, you know, engage with that in their lives. And it's hard, it's not gonna happen if you're not like willing
0: to make it happen. A big part of why I'm doing this is as a healing for myself and to find community in in this space and it's just such a shame that like this has been like the nebulous of my life even if i've i've never talked about it right like it is what's behind the curtain of every single thing that i do and are there any specific memories that you have of like dieting and the hardship that you felt or the like really really like traumatic horrific moments that thin people just will never have
1: yeah I mean like any anytime wearing a bathing suit from ages probably eighth grade to 22 I think like at parties in college I would like I went to college and bando skirts were very in and um, like I had like a pouch in it and you know looking back on it I was like my ass probably looked fucking great in it because I have a big butt like I should have worn them more but I was like way too scared I think like what you just said about it was like the biggest like thing of your life but you didn't even like realize it like I totally agree with that. And because of that, like, how do you feel like you have been affected by it? I definitely think that my, like, humor, and I'm very loud, and I think um, my sisters are, too, and so are my parents, because, like, they've all had to deal with it, too. I, I think that, like, you know, being loud and, like, being able to, like, take a joke and, like, laugh one off and stuff like that is a defense mechanism, obviously. I was very confrontational and bitchy in like middle school and high school. Um and I think that was like to sort of like keep people afraid of me so they wouldn't say anything mean about me. Mm -hmm. Um in high in college, sorry. I like I I was very like non-affectionate. And I think that like Mm -hmm. that would have shown vulnerability and I like was not ready to be vulnerable with myself or anyone. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: So yeah. For you, what would make you feel better in this space? And what is it that's going to, look? Like, where's the solve? Yeah. Um. I mean,
1: I would like to think that there's, like, more in, in mainstream media. And yeah, I feel like creating that, like, support system of people, whether that is on the internet, I think just, like, having, like, having personal conversations with people too is like so much more meaningful, even if it is on like Instagram DM, um, just, yeah. Like finding those, finding those people. And again, like, I'm hoping, I think that like, I'm in a different place than I was, you know, 10 years ago. So maybe I'm not like seeing the fad diets everywhere, but it feels like to me that like those that, like, diet culture of, like, fad diets and Atkins and shit like that is, like, not as existent right now.
0: See, I think that's being, like, media literate is what I think that is. Is like, we have had to work so hard at yeah. seeing all of those really negative messages and having to, like, avoid them. So now we can see it from a mile away. You said that you feel like you're very different now than you were when you were much younger. How do you feel like you've changed in regards to your body image?
1: My sister is like a very big portion of, sorry, (laughs) my like healing process and just being able to call her when I'm like feeling insecure or something like that has really helped me.
0: Yeah. Has that been like a dialogue in your family for ever like between you and your sister
1: definitely um yeah she like I mean like I said before like we've all struggled with it um and I think that she for I think in college she had like a group of friends that was super supportive and I'm sure was like going through similar things so I think she was able to come out on the other side a lot earlier than the rest of us um and so, yeah, I think that,
0: like, that's so important. I'm happy to hear that because <laughs> it's like I said before, it's so painful. It is so painful
1: having those, like, one or two people, which are my sisters for me, um, to like check in with them and be like, hey, like, I was feeling this way today. Like, have you ever felt this way? Or, like, what do you do in this situation? And they're like, yeah, of course. Like, I felt that like last week. Um, I think, like, sort of having someone to validate your
0: feelings um, helps a lot. Definitely, and that's why I've never had that. So I've felt so alone in this struggle my whole life. And yeah. that's why I started to do this because I know that, well, I, didn't, I guess I didn't know that I was so not alone <laughs> um, until I started doing this. And yeah, it's like you said, it's not like something you can take a
1: vacation from. It's like yeah. all the time. Um yeah I think this is great. <laughs> Thanks.
0: Um well is there anything else that you want to share with me? Fine. That's My favorite
1: I'm- special K was the chocolate one. If that tells you anything
0: but That's
1: I if you Do the special K
0: diet. Okay, mine was the strawberry. I love the strawberries. <laughs> <I describe> strawberries. <laughs> right,
1: strawberries.
0: <laughs> right. I just
1: like like just like nibbling on them like by themselves like outside of
0: the milk. like the dehydrated strawberries oh yeah. that's disgusting <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my god exactly. all right well that's all I got I mean thank you so much for being so open yeah. with me and for talking about this because it's important and I hope that like this helped you a little bit more. It helped me a little bit more. And just like the more we do this and the more that we're able to like be open and talk about this real, real thing that we're all living through, like it it will change. I hope. I, I have to believe that it will. I believe so too. Let's and let's happen. have a
1: dinner party when we can do things in New York.
0: Oh, I'm there. You have no idea. I'm so excited. Yeah, well, let's do that. And, and that's it. Me. <laughs> Bye. Bye.